0: Welcome and thank you for listening to the Dr. Mom Sage Advice Podcast. Are you a single mom who is tired of feeling overwhelmed by doing it all? Have you been asking yourself, what is my real purpose outside of motherhood and my career? Are you tired of yelling, feeling mom guilt at the end of the day? If you're ready to go from chaos to confidence in your mindset and in parenting, then this is the place for you. Here we are authentic, transparent and frankly we're here to burst all of those mom guilt bubbles and empower you to take back control of your life so you can go from just surviving in motherhood to thriving and walking confidently in your best purpose-filled life god intended for you i'm your host dr katricia a board certified bilingual pediatrician i'm also fellowship trained in pediatric urgent care medicine That's just my fancy title for the weekdays, but 24-7, I'm the proud single mommy of my little wild mini-me toddler. I'm also a postpartum depression survivor. Now, I'm on a mission to empower other single moms to take back control of their life. Through candid conversations, we will learn, be encouraged, inspired, and committed to making practical changes so we can be our best selves for the queen who reigns already inside of us. So sit back and relax, mommy. This is your time to unwind. Go ahead, grab your favorite drink. Pour me one too, queen, because it's time for our girl talk. Let's talk about all things motherhood, mindset, and even medicine. No, not like medicine, medicine, but you know, remember, I'm a pediatrician. So I'm gonna go ahead and give you some pediatric tips on how to parent, right? I hope that you love listening to and learning from the podcast. But please remember, it's not intended to be a substitution for a physician-patient relationship. All right, Queen, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's go. Hey, Queen. I wanted to talk to you about resting and the importance of implementing that and being intentional about resting as single moms. You know, um, we live in a culture, and we live in a society where it's like we, you know, or it's a hustle mentality and, you know, everyone's starting their own business and multiple streams of income. All those things are great, right? You know, but as a single mother, I just know that my feeling of feeling overwhelmed really came from a place of having to do it all, all of the time. Like I would tell people or explain to others, it's like, there's no light switch to turn anything off. I don't co-parent. I don't get to say, oh, my weekend off from quote unquote parenting, I get to do X, Y, Z. You know, when you don't co-parent and you have a very small village or no village at all um, of a support system, it's difficult. And you find yourself subconsciously playing this role of having to be ultra resilient, um, multitasking, literally sacrificing the things that you need just as a human being for the benefit of your children, which all parents do, right? But it's at a different level. It's at a different experience when you're a single parent. And what I'm saying is, Life wasn't meant to do it all and to do it all alone. Like God didn't design us to go through life alone. And although this may be our circumstance in this present moment, there's still so much beauty that can come from this season of our life, especially when we learn to be intentional about resting. I came across a quote on Facebook not too long ago, and it says, You know how they start off. I don't know who needs to hear this, but I don't know if you need to hear this, mom, but I needed to hear this. Rest is not a reward. Rest is not a reward. You don't have to earn rest. You need rest. You deserve rest. You are worthy of rest simply because you are a living being and don't ever feel guilty for taking time to rest. I'm on like um, month two and a half of my sabbatical and the other day I was sitting on my couch and usually my daughter like in the evening time. So in the, during the daytime we're homeschooling, I'm teaching Spanish classes at an early education center here in town. We'll go to the library, we have swim classes in the evenings on some days and basically our schedule's filled even though I'm not seeing patients and I find myself even still trying to make sure that there's a routine and that I'm doing something because I've always had this mentality of if I'm not being productive then that equates with being lazy and don't ask me where that comes from that's probably something I need to unpack in therapy but I was on the couch And I don't know, I'm also on a social media fast. So if you haven't seen me on Instagram, hey, what's up girl? Hey, I'm still here podcasting. But I've been resting from social media, right? And I've been resting from the nine to five busyness of being a single mom, working, preschool drop-off, pickup. I love my patients, I miss my patients, but I am resting. And I was on the couch and I had this thought Literally, it was like, oh, you're being lazy. And God immediately shut that down and said, this is not laziness. This is rest. This is being still. It's what our bodies need. It's what our mind needs. It's what your spirit needs. If you're in a season of life where you're seeking clarity and you're asking God, what is my purpose? What's my calling? What's the next step? Where would you have me to move forward? Yes, that takes courage. Yes, that takes bravery. Yes, that takes, you know, um, action and, and putting and having a plan, you know. But sometimes a part of that also is just resting as we transition into the next season. I'm a woman of list. I'm a woman who multitask. Did I tell you guys I burnt the boiling egg because I was multitasking? I'm that woman. I am that single mom who has sacrificed her well-being because I wasn't resting. I'm that single mom who feels guilty for taking breaks. I have. Every once in a while, it creeps back up in. But let me tell you, when the body needs a nap, the body needs a nap. The other day, I told my five-year-old, I was like, look, you got your movie on. Get your snacks. I'm going to my bed and I'm taking a nap. You will come to me if there's an emergency. Like we talk, (laughs) I talk to her, like she's my roommate sometimes. Because what do you do as a single mom when you have little support system, when you don't co-parent? When your body says you need rest, you have to find the time. You have to be intentional about resting and you have to let go of the guilt. We are only one person doing a job meant for two. It may not be what you have planned for your life. It may not be um, a season that you envision you still would be in. That's me. I'm raising my hand. I just knew as a brand new mom, a brand new single mom, that I would not be doing this for five years. But here we are, according to Facebook memories. I'm still doing it. (laughs) And we're thriving. And I'm just so grateful to God. So grateful that he has given me this season of rest. To be able to do it as a single mom. Today I was at swim class with my daughter. It was a makeup class. And she's been in this class since probably, gosh, what is this, January? I guess she's been in this class since a little bit before Thanksgiving. And she's the only girl. And there are three boys. And the families know each other. Like they literally signed up for the the same class. And so they usually sit where I'm sitting, you know, because we're all trying to watch the same lane. Our children are all of similar ages, and I just listen to their conversations a lot, and a lot I can't relate to, you know, being a single mom. And I don't think they know that, because today they were conversing, and they, oh, we're talking about... uh clothing sizes and how, you know, one mom was saying, oh, I haven't um, had to buy clothes in so long because our cousin is, you know, a year ahead and we would get all the, the clothes handed down to us. And then he started out growing the cousin and now it's the reverse. And now they get close to him because he's taller. And then the other mom piped in and said, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like there's a single dad. um He's our neighbor. And same thing, like he would have a bag full of clothes and all of a sudden, the conversation changed from clothing to single parenting. And someone made a remark and said, oh, God, I just I just don't know. I just don't know how, how they do it. Like, that's just, I just, I don't know how I do that. And of course, <laughs> I start to get a little triggered because, hey, here we are again, in 2022, making single parent families some sort of charity case or empathy, uh, for, a lot, uh, for a better word, um, scenario, as if our families are not unique and our families are not special and our families are not blessed. We're all of that. We're more than that, even when there's not another partner in the home. And that's for various reasons. There are single parents because of divorce. There are single parents because of death, and one has become a widow. They're single parents because of personal decisions to choose fertility treatments because of the great advancement that we have in medical science that we're able to have and conceive children without having a partner in an intimate sense. And they're single parents because it was the best decision for that parent, and for that child to no longer be in a relationship with the other person. And we don't know everyone's story. And that's why it's so very, very important not to judge someone's story. And to be mindful of the labels and the words that we use. And even to be mindful of projecting our own insecurities and fears on others. As single parents, we're doing it because that is what you do as a parent. Regardless of the limited resources we may have, regardless of having another partner to share the responsibilities, you get up and you do it. We're getting up every day and we're doing this job meant for two. So, this is why when you take a break, you're not being lazy. You're not being lazy for doing your job as a parent. You earn this. I'm sorry. You didn't earn this. You deserve this. Rest is not a reward. We all deserve rest. Whether it's to take a few minutes to sit quietly in your bedroom, to decompress after work, before you put on the house manager role and start to be top chef and referee of the games that are being played in the living room and the battles that are going down because they're not sharing toys. You know how that goes. Or you decide to sign up for a yoga class and you find the gym that has the daycare and you let go of the guilt of putting your child in yet another childcare center after they were just in school for nine hours If that means you get 30 minutes, 45 minutes to yourself, knowing that your child is being cared for in a safe place, then that's what you deserve. Or it's when you decide to put that halfway defrosted frozen meat back into the fridge because it's so much easier to order takeout. That's your rest. You're working hard at home. You're working hard at your job. You are working hard in your community. You're working hard serving at church. You are working hard in developing and cultivating relationships. And even if you have children who are old enough to be able to help you, there's still a lot that's on our plate as single parents. Breaks are vital. We need them so that we don't get to a place where we're reaching our breaking point. And we want to snap, right? I know when it's time for my child to spend a night at her grandparents. She knows too. I have a photo, I think when she was like three and she, gosh, the face on her, the look on her face and she packed her bags. It was kind of like she asked to go over there because, you know, as a positive and gentle parent, when I'm starting to kind of change my tone a little bit, she's like, okay, you don't usually talk to me this way. (laughs) I probably should go somewhere else. That's because mommy didn't get rest. It's because mommy wasn't pouring back into herself as I deserve because I'm always on go, you know, like that energizer bunny who never turns off because there's always something to do. We can't feel guilty for taking the breaks. Okay, so maybe chores get neglected or like you wash the same little clothes that I'm like about to do after I end this podcast because I forgot they're still sitting in the washing machine for the second time or you don't dust, or you hire the house cleaner to come in and tidy up once a month, if that's what your budget allows, or once every three months, if that's what your budget allows. Whatever it is, don't feel guilty for doing it. Don't feel guilty that something is, quote, being neglected because you're serving yourself and you're putting yourself first. It's inv- it's very important. Breaks are not going to create themselves, unless it's you know a breakdown. So we have to be intentional. We have to be intentional about creating the breaks for ourselves, and I think that's important to do on a daily basis. So whether that looks like rising a little bit earlier than your children, even if it's just for ten minutes. To brew a cup of tea or coffee if that's what you like, you know? Or to meditate, do some stretching, writing your journal. Even if it's tricking your kids like I did on New Year's Eve, you guys, and setting that clock forward so they get in the bed earlier on a Friday night. So you can have an hour to yourself to read, to binge Netflix. Whatever it is that you want to do, you deserve it you don't earn it, it's already yours because you're more than enough. And when you're taking these breaks and you're resting, learn to be still in the moment. Capture those thoughts. What is reoccurring? What are you feeling? Because your emotions are telling you and connecting you to things that are deeper in our soul that may need to be addressed. That we never had the attention, excuse me, that we never had the time to give and we didn't give the attention to because our attention was pulled in so many other directions as per usual, right? Taking a break looks like asking for help and not feeling guilty about it. Taking a break may look like signing up to have your children at like a 24-7 daycare so you can go to happy hour for like a couple hours, five to seven, right after instead of picking them up. That's not being a bad mom. That's taking a break. That's resting, that's enjoying yourself. And I say that to the mothers who don't co-parent or to the mothers who don't have a grandparent they can drop their child off or a trusted neighbor. Maybe taking a break looks like planning a play date where you don't have to be present <laughs> as long as you return the favor, right? The following weekend, you know, with a friend who your child already adores and parents that you trust. Of course, obviously during COVID times, we're a little more mindful and careful about who we're spending time with, right? As far as distancing. But when we're single parents, we have to be a little more creative and even more so intentional about doing these things because there's only one of us. And when we don't, we will get to the point of breakdowns. We will get to the point of burnout. Sometimes rest may just look like staying on social media. That's what I've been doing in the beginning of this year. Just as a reset, as to clear my mind, to get fresh ideas, to have clarity, to have guidance and understanding for what God has for me in this season. And also, I know you guys can hear that helicopter. There's going to be no editing of this part, (laughs) so roll with it. But also I took a social media break because I found myself forgetting who I was and who I was created to be and my purpose and the calling that I have by always seeing highlight reels of someone else's life. Not that I'm jealous because there's a difference, right? Like I'm, I'm clapping and I'm always celebrating the things that are occurring, the wins that are happening in other people's lives. Because I know, and I'm a firm believer, God doing it for them. He is most definitely capable and able to do it for me as well, if those are the plans he has for my life. See, when we get so focused on what someone else is doing or not doing in their life, we miss out on what we've been called to do. Maybe marriage hasn't happened for me before 30, before 35, because that was not what God intended for me. And that's okay. I'm not behind. My blessings are not delayed. It's not denied. I am right where I'm supposed to be in this season, right now. And my future self thanks me for that because I'm not who I was. I have been evolving. I have been growing. I have been nurtured. I have been cultivating. And these last few years, in this process of my single motherhood journey, going from a state of survival to now thriving, And that's what we should always want for ourselves. And it comes. And it's easier to receive and easier to transition into from that state of surviving to thriving. where we're resting more. We're being intentional about making the time to rest. Because let's face it. Even when we get up from the couch, get up from the massage table, walk out of the salon, there's still going to be yet another task to do, right? That list will never end. There's always something added to our list. And the more restful we are, the more energy we have, the more clear thinking we're able to do to be able to be productive and get those tasks handled on our list. But it starts with resting. Because it's what you deserve. Because you're human, you're not a robot. You're an amazing, amazing, amazing mother. Don't you ever doubt that. But foremost, you're an amazing woman of God. And there is great purpose inside of you. There's a calling over your life. You have gifts inside of you that the world needs. And it needs to be unwrapped. Your story needs to be shared with the world. But do you know your story? Do you own your story? Are you in tune with who you are at the core of your being? Learn to fall in love with yourself. Learn to fall in love with the process of becoming the best version of yourself. And when you do that, you will see that where you are in this season of life is exactly where you're supposed to be. Because it's all in alignment. Nothing catches God by surprise. This single motherhood journey, he saw that. That was never on my vision board. You could have never told me that I would be a single mom for as long as I've been. But I am. But I'm more than just a single mom. I am a child of God who has amazing gifts inside of me. With a purpose to make an impact, a meaningful impact and the lives of so many other single mothers and their children. And one way of doing that is in the form of encouraging and sharing my story and sharing truth and to empower you to remember that you can do this too. You weren't created just to survive through single motherhood, you were created to thrive and to cultivate and to dream bigger and to believe more and to expect more because that's who God created you to be. You're already enough. The world needs your voice, queen. I'm so glad that you are on this single motherhood journey alongside with me so we can encourage each other. Be proud of who you're becoming. Be proud of the way that you chose not to repeat the cycles that you used to be in. Be proud of who you are in this moment. Even if it's not the best version of you yet, as long as it's better than who you were yesterday, then that's an amazing accomplishment and you should celebrate that. And what better way to celebrate than to rest, honey? So I pray that you get some rest this week. As always, remember, I love when you rate this podcast. If it's been inspirational to you, if it's helpful, send me a note, chat with me in my DMs, send me an email. The information is in the show notes. And as always, We love, love, love when you share with other single moms. You guys take care. Love yourself.